Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out, too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. My name is Megan and I am so excited to chat with you. As always, thank you so much for being here. Um, Today is really exciting for a couple of reasons. And I know that I normally release an interview on Mondays, but something happened over the weekend and I just, I really need to share it with you. This weekend, I was away at a conference with my mom and her business partner um, pertaining to their business, Um, and I was along for the ride just to kind of become more familiar with the company that they're working with, um, you know, the way that they do things just in general and, you know, for, you know, just general, general team purposes, right? Because... I don't think I've shared here before, but I am now helping my mom with this new journey of hers, and I'm just thrilled to be part of that team. Um, And so a lot of what happened this weekend was, you know, absolutely about, you know, how they can be running their business a little bit more efficiently, um, serving more clients, serving their clients better than they already do, all of that kind of stuff. There was also a mindset and personal development type of component. And the reason why I needed to share this with you is because I literally sat and watched a woman have a breakthrough in front of a class of about, you know, 20 to 25 people. And it was just the most beautiful reminder that we're all more alike than we are different, right? I think that sometimes we feel like, you know, especially when we're struggling, we feel like um, we're all alone, nobody understands, um, you don't deserve to feel the way that you're feeling type of thing, like um, kind of like if you were to share what you were feeling, you would be burdening someone else, right? And we did this exercise and um, part of that exercise was to determine um, different areas of your life that are important to you that you want to have a stronger focus on. And it came to this one particular person and she shared that um, her number one area of focus um, right now, she wants to be relationships. And she further clarified that Um, She specifically wanted to strengthen her relationship with herself. Um, And after some coaching, she realized that if she were to strengthen this relationship, it would feel like love. And in that moment, she realized that she has not been loving herself. 
And it was a surprise to her because she thought that she had worked through that. She thought that, you know, she did love herself. Like she thought she had like gotten past this, but subconsciously, and she didn't even know it until it like fell out of her mouth that she does still have some work to do there. Um, And, you know, there was some more coaching that happened and, and more details were shared. And, you know, she was obviously moved to tears as she was like recognizing this about herself and like understanding that like this really does need to be a priority and that she does deserve her own love, um, all of those things. And, you know, looking around the room, the rest of us were all moved to tears as well. And to drive the point home, the coach asked a final question and said, who here has felt like, you know, they don't love themselves. And every single hand in the room went up. And, you know, he further went on to say, you know, that obviously we all we all deserve that kind of love um, from within um, and how important it is to love ourselves. Um, But then he also reminded us that, you know, it would be really problematic for us as parents if we knew that our children didn't love themselves, right? Like that would crush me personally. And I know it would for you too, if you found out that um, your child was struggling in this area. And so like, how would you think your mom and dad might feel if they knew that you're struggling to like love yourself or know that you are, um, worthy and deserving of anyone's love really because if you can't love yourself you have a harder time accepting love from other people and you know in the moment this conversation um you know moved everyone to tears and then we talked more about it as a group when we went out to dinner later on that evening um and you know again like i said in the beginning it was just this really beautiful reminder that you know, even high achieving people, even people who seem like really spiritual and really into um, taking care of themselves can still struggle in this area. So if you're feeling like, um, you know, you're struggling in this area, I want you to know that you are not alone. Um, And there are things that we can do to kind of get you closer to that space where you feel like, um, you know, you are accepting of love in general, whether that's, you know, from yourself, from the universe, from God, you know, whatever you believe in, you have to accept that love first before you can make it available to other people. Um, Meaning our spouses, our children, our parents, our siblings, like all of these people who are really important to us in our lives. um, We have to love ourselves first. And that transitioned into a conversation um, this morning when another person was sharing how, um, you know, as the woman in the relationship, she used to get like annoyed with her partner when she was, you know, doing dishes and folding laundry and, um, you know, changing diapers and her partner was, you know, in their sauna or, um, you know, whatever he was doing to to take care of himself. She used to get so like pissy about it because, you know, it must be nice. It must be nice 
for you to be able to do these things. I don't know what that's like. And it took her some time, but eventually she got to the point that she was like, wait a minute. He never said that I wasn't allowed to go into the sauna, that I had to do the dishes first before I was allowed to do that. Like he, he never put that parameter around the sauna. I did. Um, And so instead of spending my time and energy being frustrated and resentful and angry that he's in the sauna, um, maybe I can just use the sauna too. (laughs) And it sounds so like simple and silly in this context, but when you're in it, especially if you have, you know, littles, that's a very real thing. I don't know a single mom who has never looked at her partner and thought, wow, that must be nice. I don't get to do those things. Um, But a lot of times the reality is like no one told you that you couldn't. You told yourself that. And so when we decide to take the time to do things like um, going for a run, going to the sauna, um, putting ourselves to bed before the rest of the house is in bed, like doing these things for ourselves to take care of ourselves, sometimes we feel a lot of guilt about, right? Because we feel like we're missing time with our children. I know if you're a working mom, you probably have like that, that like added societal pressure, but even like internal pressure of like, I'm not spending enough time with my kids. So like, how could I take this extra time away to do these things for myself? Like that's so selfish. And the reality is it's not selfish because again, when you do these things for yourself, you do these self-care things, it is sending a signal to your brain that you are worthy of love and care and respect, right? And so when you can start to accept these things and start to implement things to support this thought process, then eventually you believe it. Eventually, you do have this relationship with yourself and eventually you do truly love yourself. And, you know, there are things that that we can do as we're getting from the place of like anger and resentment and frustration to like doing these things for ourselves too. like in many cases, you it's it's not easy to just decide right now, like, oh, these are the things that I need to, to do for myself and I'm just gonna go do them tomorrow and someone else will quote unquote like pick up the slack or like be there while I'm not. Like I recognize it's just not that easy for a lot of us, right? For a lot of us, it's going to require some partnership, some conversations with our partners and our spouses about you know, availability and who's picking up the kids from camp and daycare and taking them to practice and like doing all of the things. Um, you know, maybe these are things that we can take turns. Like maybe, maybe if your partner goes to the gym every day, maybe they can go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you can do Tuesday, Thursday to get started. Right. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they can either go to the gym at a different time or they can work out at home or take the kids for a walk or whatever, right? Like there's a level of compromise that that does need to happen within the household and I recognize that. 
But there are some other things like journaling, like meditation, like affirmations, like um, listening to music, like watching shows that you like, like all of these like smaller things might be more easy to implement within your routine, right? Buying yourself flowers and cleaning the kitchen and putting flowers on the kitchen table. Like that's not something you have to ask your spouse for. Now, if you're like me, you might be sitting around waiting for your spouse to buy you flowers and a little frustrated because they're not just like magically appearing on the kitchen table when you get home from work. Um, When I tell you that my husband was like really offended the first time I brought flowers home for myself, I just looked at him and said, well, I like flowers and I don't have any. So I bought some. And now he buys me flowers, not all the time, definitely not every week, but like every once in a while he'll be at Walmart or whatever and he'll pick up a $5 bouquet of flowers and stick them on the table for me because he knows that I like it, right? So like I I do still sometimes buy my own flowers. So it's like, you know, you have to treat people how to treat you. And because we've been living the way we've been living for so long, there's like an adjustment period, right? Like, um, again, going back to the gym example, like maybe like you agree to this new schedule that you're going to, you know, take turns throughout the week or whatever. And then next week comes and you don't speak up. And so your partner just plans to go to the gym every day because you didn't say anything like you, you might have to remind a few times before it like sinks in and the routine sticks. Um, and that's okay because humans are used to like certain habits and change is hard, right? So try not to take it personally when you ask someone for support and you get it, you know, this time, but not next time. Like you have to have a little bit of grace. Um, you know, if someone's doing something intentionally to not be supportive or something like that, then that's an entirely different conversation. But um, for a lot of us, it's, you know, when things like that happen, it's more so a miscommunication or just a fallback into old habits more so than it is um, your partner telling you that your needs are not important even though that's how we perceive those actions, right? So um, that's really it. That's all I have. I wanted to keep this episode really short and sweet, but um, I wanted to just put this reminder out there for anyone who might need it that, um, you know, it is important that you show yourself throughout your day and throughout your week that you are worthy of love. And that's what we mean when we say these cliche things like fill your cup first and take time for self-care and all of these things. Really, that's what's at the root of it is sending the signal to your brain that you are worthy of love. So whether you have already done this work um, or like, you thought you were in that place, but after listening to this, you're like, oh, wait a minute, I'm not really doing, I'm not really doing the things that, that I like that, you know, send that signal to my brain. And I need to get back into some of those habits. Take this as your sign, right? Don't feel guilty. Don't 
like beat yourself up about, you know, anything in particular. Just, you know, just take this as your sign to take a step today, to do something, to support yourself and to send yourself that signal that you are worthy of love and care because you are. So I highly encourage you to take a couple minutes, journal on it, make yourself a list of things that take you, you know, 15 minutes or less, things that take you 30 minutes or less, things that take you an hour or less, and things that take you an hour plus. Um, And in each of those categories, just jot down a couple of things that, um, that you enjoy doing. It could be anything. It could be kayaking. It's summertime now. It could be hiking. It could be going to the gym, calling a friend, any of those things, whatever, whatever it is that does fill your cup, go ahead and make that list and then refer back to it whenever you're feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do, or I'm, you know, I'm tired of doing this same thing over and over again. And if you really don't know where to start, um, if you haven't yet, go ahead and download our free self-care menu. It is so helpful and it is broken down just like that um, in four different categories. We have um, relationships, mental health, physical health, and environment. So in each of those categories, there is a list of things that you can do to support yourself, your self-care, and your mental health. Um, It's a free resource, so go ahead, uh, click the link in the show notes and download that um, if you haven't already, of course. and yeah, that's a that's a resource for you. And I hope that you find the time and space today to create something fun for yourself. So, you know, refer back to that list, refer back to the self-care menu, um, whatever it is, carve out some time, however small. Some of us need to start super, super small. Um, and that's fine. Baby steps, right? baby steps. So um, that's all I have for you today. Until next. Hey, babe. Mom. 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 (laughs) Shit, you guys. I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.